I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. Daniel Sanders, it's good to see you again, sir. Good to see you too, Bill. What are we doing? I think today we're going to talk about the Toxic Avenger. The Toxic Avenger, you say? I've never heard of that one before or earlier. Before you mentioned, hey, let's cover the Toxic Avenger? Yeah. Hey, look, I was just <laughs> random movie thought, and I was thinking about it... Uh, what I think it was yesterday or the day before I had mentioned it, and I was like, "Man, I haven't seen that movie in forever." I remember it being silly, and I was correct. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny that you had brought up the Toxic Avenger because I was thinking about it too. You know, when we were talking about movies to cover, and I don't know why I was thinking about it, but then you're like, "Let's do Toxic Avenger," and I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, just because it's it was a random thought, um, and. I was remembering whenever I was watching, I was thinking, how long has it been since I've seen this movie? And it has to have been over 25 years. Maybe wow. It's been a long time. Or over 20 or something. Between 20 and 25 for sure. But it's been a long time. Hmm. And it is, like I said before, as ridiculous as I remember. But when when's the last time you saw it? Welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. I'm Billy Bone, and with me is Daniel Sanders. Hello. We're going as a duo today, talking about the Toxic Avenger. Daniel just posed a question: When's the last, or when did I first see it, or when's the last time I seen it? I'll answer. Yeah, the last time. The last time I saw it was, uh, I think it was last year, or maybe it was year before. Whatever season of the Last Drive-In on Shutter it was on, that's when I watched it. Okay. I think it was on the Last Drive-In, or maybe I'm thinking of Troma's War. I don't know. It was a trauma movie. I, I thought Toxic Avenger was on last drive in. I may be losing my fucking mind. But I saw it on it's gotta be Shudder. I saw it on Shudder last year or the year before. Yeah. Along with Trauma's War. I watched that also. When's the all right, so this is a good question. When's the last time before that had it been since you've seen it? Never, actually. Oh, really? That was the first time you saw it the It was a couple I, of weeks ago? I knew of the Toxic Avenger. Or I, whatever you I, said. Yeah. Like a I, year or two or whatever? Yeah. I had seen the Toxic Avenger Part 3, and I want to say I may have seen the Toxic Avenger Part 4. It's it's crazy, and I know we'll get into it a little later, but I was aware of the Toxic Avenger also because of the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember that. I didn't even, actually, I didn't even really remember it until you said something that reminded me. And the fact that this movie has a cartoon... Which, you know, during the 80s and I guess early 90s, they were making cartoons based on anything. Didn't matter if it was R-rated or not. Because yeah. Ram- Rambo had a movie. Not a movie, a cartoon. Of course, Rambo had a movie. But Rambo had a cartoon. Rambo had a Nintendo game. Um, fuck. It was just right there. Oh, yeah. RoboCop. You remember the original RoboCop. That was a violent movie. Yes. 
Had a cartoon. Yeah. So apparently we were just like, fuck it. We're going to make cartoons out of anything. Who cares? How many people get their faces blown off? How many titties are on screen? Doesn't oh matter. my god it is funny because it's like you get the action figure set right and you got toxie versus the bad guy and like it's got a ejectable face plate with blood and gore all under it <laughs> oh man arms that pop off i'm not sure if that was a real thing but i'm just exaggerating on it being a hero <laughs> well they fucking popped off in this movie they fucking sure did and you better not lose a limb to Toxie. He's going to beat you to death with it. No shit. First time was probably going to be whenever I was like fucking three or four or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, for real, it's so crazy watching the Toxic Avenger snatch arms off. Because I remember it being forever ago whenever I was like 13 and being like, man, I haven't seen Toxic Avenger in a long time. So apparently I watched it when I was two years old, but I do remember being really young. And like I said before, you know, I got two older sisters, so, you know, they'd be watching crazy shit. So I'll watch it too. Well, this, this definitely fits into crazy. The toxic Avenger, 1984, 79 minutes long, directed by Michael hers and Lloyd Kaufman who both of which had founded Troma Entertainment, which also gave us such movies as Class of Newcomb High, Troma's War, and Tromeo and Juliet. Maybe you haven't seen Tromeo and Juliet. I haven't seen Tromeo and Juliet. I haven't seen a few of those. But Tromeo and Juliet was written by one James Gunn. Oh, really? That's pretty crazy. Yes. And you're thinking, maybe maybe you're not really sure like who James Gunn is. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm, I, I think I've seen something by James Gunn, but I'm not sure. You most likely have. James Gunn gave us Guardians of the Galaxy. Gave us yes. the new Suicide Squad movie. I haven't watched that yet. I was talking to Hayden about that like yesterday. I enjoyed it for what it was. And also gave us Slither. Oh, and he also did Super which I know Josh was a fan of. I was a big fan of Slither. I did see Super. I think that I saw pieces of Slither. Don't remember jack shit from either one of them. <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny because... Well, my bad. Never mind. I was going to go back to, to the Suicide Squad and be like, you know, I've wanted to watch it a couple times, but... Haven't seen it yet. I, you know, like I said, I'd I'd recommend watching it. It was fun for what it was. I mean, I've I've spoke about this before with you guys. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I'm kind of at that point where I'm close to. Well, I'm at superhero burnout, so it really takes something to kind of draw me in. Like I want to see the Batman, but other than that, there's not a lot right now that I'm just like. I'm not excited for Doctor Strange. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man. And I'm not saying they're bad movies or they're going to be bad movies. I'm just at that point, like, it's... There's been, like, 30 of these fuckers. I don't know that I need another one right now. Yeah. And it's funny because I still love superhero movies, you know? Uh, I'm a big Marvel fan. But at the same time, 
I'm still, I'm also there where it's like, am I, I'd probably will watch it eventually because you got to to keep up with the phase shit, you know? But some of them, I am like, I don't know if I'm going to go see that, you know? Yeah. Just because I am kind of burnt out. You know what I mean? I guess I was a Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man fan. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, yeah, so I'm also burnt out, but I did go see Batman and a uh, handful of things that, you know, I so wish you- they wouldn't have done. But How I was you entertained. Enjoy? You like it? I was entertained. Yeah, I was entertained. It, 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 it really deep uh, dives deep into the detective part of his work. I'd heard that, and that was something I was wanting to see, too. And I heard it was like yeah. dark and gritty. Um, it's three hours of a detective story. I, and I've he beats the hell also. out of some bad guys throughout. Where would you, quick ranking, where would you put it at as far as Batman movies? Batman movies? Mm-hmm. Well, now you put me on a spot like this, man, because this is forever as soon as I say it. I can never change it. What's well, a quick ranking? It's, okay, it's flexible. number eight. Eight. No, I'm just kidding. You're like, wow, there's seven. No, but seriously, um, I don't know. I mean, it's still people about five, maybe something like that. I mean, I guess that's not too far from eight, but it's not like number one, not number three, shit like that. But if I were to rewatch, you know. I know I feel, how I'd rewatch, and yeah. it would end up number five. I feel like The Dark Knight's going to be hard to top. I feel like Batman oh, Begins will be hard yeah. to top. I enjoy Batman Returns more than I do Batman. We've talked about that before. I don't know. Like I, I'd have to see the Batman. I do want to see it. That one. That is one I'm really excited about. Um. I heard it's coming to HBO Max in April, though, so I may just catch it then. I don't know. Because there's another yeah. movie in the theater I want to see, too. I want to see X. Have you seen the preview for that? Uh, hold on. I think I've heard something about it, uh, but I don't know what the hell it is. It's the Is it some type of horror movie? It is. It's the new Ty West horror movie. He did, okay. uh, I want to say Ty West it did The House of the Devil, which was okay. an interesting watch. It was pretty good. It was. It's a real slow burn. Uh, Josh and I watched it one day together, but it's worth watching if you've never seen it. Just, yeah. you know, don't expect, it's not a slasher. It's not that at all. So don't expect that. It's, it's slow. It builds up. Yeah. But, uh, Toxic Avenger though, we, uh, we kind of veered off though, has four movies, Toxic Avenger one, Toxic Avenger two, Toxic Avenger three. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Let me guess. Toxic Avenger four. Well, Toxie in space. Well, can you guess the subtitle of Toxic Avenger? Because Toxic Avenger three has a subtitle. I forget what that was. It's a to- is it Toxie's Revenge? No, it's the Last Temptation of Toxie. Oh, which is two Toxie's Revenge? I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, maybe I overlooked the subtitle there. Which, the, only, the only two I, I saw might subtitles. Be making that up. You may be uh, Toxic Avenger four. You want to take a stab at it? Oh, what would you say the third one was? The Last Temptation of Toxie, which played off of the title of another movie. Uh, part four kind of does the same thing. Oh, uh, oh man. Think of a classic movie that's widely regarded as like the greatest movie of all time. Toxie Blanca. <laughs> no. How Citizen- amazing would that be? Citizen- oh, shit. Citizen Toxie. Yep, Citizen Toxie. Because I've seen these before. Yeah, you know, pictures of the box arts and shit like that, and, and you see the titles, you know. So that did it. You know, struck me once you said it. Yeah. So Toxic Avenger is considered a horror movie. 
it's had a budget of five hundred thousand. Well, actually, it's the and it's the movie that garnered Troma, I guess, probably their most mainstream success. But then also shifted them to making mainly horror movies. Uh, had a budget of five hundred thousand dollars, pulled in eight hundred thousand dollars at the theater. You're probably hearing that and being like, "Oh, well, how's that a success?" Well, this was in the time of VHS, 1984. Yeah. became a cult classic. You know, on the yeah. uh, rental scene, the VHS buying scene, DVDs. Yep. Filmed in New Jersey, starring Mitch Cohen as Toxie, Mark uh, Torgi as I think I got that right as Melvin, who you know is pre-Toxie. And then Andrew, ah, oh, shit, I can't even read my writing. Yeah, I hate it when it happens whenever I'm reading my notes, which I have none today, listeners. I apologize because this was a watch and get on and talk about type thing. Yeah. Bone's just a genius and has all this shit in his memory. No, I, have, I have it written down, but it's uh, Andrew, whatever the last name is, starts with an M, and I'm sorry for not having it. Uh, I'm I'm sorry for not having better handwriting. Play Sarah. We've already talked about James Gunn coming from Trauma. So there we go. We got the uh, the details of the Toxic Avenger. Meet little Melvin. He's a ninety pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin. Yeah, I'm going to take this mop and shove it down your throat. They teased him. I want to do it with you. Okay. They taunted him. They tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste. Transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger. The first superhero born out of nuclear waste. Yes, the muggers and the rapists didn't know what law and order was until the Toxic Avenger came to town. Holy shit! Melvin's a janitor who works at the Troma Health Club or the Tromaville Health Club. Yeah, bullied the by horniest health club in America. <laughs> true, probably well, probably the horniest town in America. I swear. That's why we're figuring things out. That's why the entire town comes and gathers at everything because it might break out into an orgy. Right. That's why they do that. How did I not see that? But Melvin's a a janitor at the Tromaville Health Club. He's bullied by the local patrons. Uh, For some reason, they really hate nerdy janitors. They just hate nerds because remember, there's the one nerd mm -hmm. that he snatches off of the machine. They just hate nerds. Yeah. If you're a nerd janitor, oh, they're really going to hate you. Well, not only nerds, they hate minorities and children too because later on or shortly thereafter, they run a child over in the road. Oh, And and when they see that he's still alive, they run his ass over again. Then they uh, play a prank on uh, Melvin who ends up falling into some toxic sludge who mutates into the toxic Avenger who then has an irresistible urge to kill bad guys and not just kill them, but kill the shit out of them. Hilarity ensues. Toxie meets a woman who's blind, thankfully, so he can consummate his relationship with her and she doesn't have to see his lopsided face. Saves the day, the end, and we go on to three more movies. Yep. Good night. (laughs) Indeed. 
which I know that I kept putting shit out there or whatever, you know, about like things that were happening or whatever, but it's like, it's right out the gate. It's motherfucking, you're at a health club and all of these people are fucking want, or it looks like I'm not exaggerating. They're about to break out into an orgy. And the acting is so fucking intense. Like everybody gave it their all. Oh yeah, it's over you the can top. Tell. Nonstop. It's the, bad the over the over top. The, over the top. And you know, and Josh and I had talked about humanoids from the deep recently. And I don't know if you got a chance to watch that or not, Josh. Or not Josh, uh, Daniel. If you haven't watched it, you should. Humanoids from the deep. Yeah. But it's another B movie. And it was made by uh, Roger Corman's company. He was an uncredited producer. But, you know, kind of a similar thing. Roger Corman, Lloyd Kaufman, they made movies for a certain audience. They knew what they were making. They were making movies that had violence and they had nudity. Yes. Um, you know, and a similar thing and here. And gross. It seems I, like the violence, the, they had a gross tie-in with that. Yeah. For a lot of those, it seemed like. So, yeah, you, you get this over-the-top acting. You get a lot of breasts. You get a lot of hard bodies. And you get a lot of violence. Cut it, print it, put it out, make some money. That seemed yep. to be the plan. We're going to ride this train while we can. Yeah. So you've got these over-the-top actors who, you know, uh, I, I can't remember their fucking names, but you have the two dudes, right? Yeah. And one of them looked, to me, vaguely looked like Corey Feldman. Oh, no. one He very much looked like Corey Feldman because Courtney was like, we watched it together, and she was like, that dude looks just like Corey Feldman. I'm like, I know, right? But 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 I thought of another actor at the time when he was looking. I was like thinking that he looks somebody like somebody else, and I can't remember who I said. But um, but whenever I saw him again, it was just that one look. Once I saw him again, I was like, yeah, that motherfucker looks just like Corey Feldman. Yeah. And for whatever reason, man, they've got it in for nerds. Yeah, dude, they hate him. I mean, every time, as soon as you see him, they are on him. And it's crazy. And it's insane because he's actually lucky. Apparently, they're actually holding back. So he's actually lucky that he was just getting bullied because these are some psychopaths. Everybody, that group is a psycho. Like, they are psychopaths. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of, it's not kind of, it's very, very dark, you know? Yeah, it's you're right. Everybody in this group, even the, the fucking women, are just like, hey, what do you want to do yeah. for fun? I don't know. Let's run some minorities, handicapped people, and children over. How's that yeah. sound? That sounds fucking fantastic. Let's do it. It's really, really crazy because um like they don't want to get they don't want to do the deed, but they want to be there for it. And they are just and, as excited as any it. psychopath would be. Yes, and fucking take Polaroids of it so you can go over them and view them later. Right. At a and, later and, date. And, and apparently masturbate to them because that one That's chick what I was, was fucking. <laughs> yes. She was getting off today. She's like, oh, look at this child's head. <sighs> I mean, it, oh, dude. And it's crazy because look, all right. The movie's over the top. The movie is just insane, right? But I love and very much appreciate the gore factor. Because, yeah, he's ripping arms off. That picture that you talked about, so the kid, his fucking head's crushed, brains everywhere. It's crazy. And, uh, yep, chick's getting off to it. It's pretty wild. But, like I said, maybe getting bullied is the least of his worries. They, if, he, if They oh, just if kill people randomly. Oh, if he'd been outside a health club, 
and I'm assuming that's just like one of, I'm assuming there's very few rules in this health club. There's but, zero rules. Well, there has to be one and that's no homicides on premise. Uh, yeah, exactly. No fucking homicides they on have, premises. they have no restraint outside this health club. So laws be damned. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so he gets bullied even more like you discussed in the beginning. And then they, the bullying goes too far and he, it's funny. Cause look, whenever I was watching this thing, I remembered like I thought I did like them, you know, bullying him and then shoving him out the window because they're fucking crazy. Right. Actually, I forgot how fucking crazy they were, but, um, let him. Or well, throw him out the window, whatever. But then I rewatch yeah. it, and he straight runs out the motherfucker. He don't try to climb out. He dives out that fucking window. You know, before it gets too bad, you're, there's a, a brief, and I mean brief moment, where you're kind of like, well, maybe he has this bullying coming because he he dips his mop into their water unknowingly. Yeah. But then you just you find out though it doesn't matter. They're they're still just straight up fucking assholes. Yeah, they're and gonna they, and they keep going. And all to the sound of um the same song we hear at the end of the movie, Body Talk. That's right. That's what they were exercising to. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the name of the movie or song. Oh, it's gotta it be, right? It's, it has it's gotta to be because that's the chorus. Body and, and talk. The entire body talk. Yeah. Let me listen to your body talk. Da, na, na. Body talk. But yeah, it's funny, man, because um, you had said that in a moment that he looked like he may have deserved it because of the mop water and shit like that. But also, whenever they're playing racquetball and he's like sitting there, fucking face smashed into the mirror or the glass and like panting and fucking making the noises coming out of this fucking dude. And it's funny because like the audio on top of the video in this fucking whole shebang, you know, the dubbing. Or whatever process. Yeah. It's slightly off, but it's so slightly off that it's great. Like the it's, voices are just weird. It's hilarious. These voices insane. Cause it didn't sound like the nerdy kid was making those weird ass fucking wobbly noises. Well, apparently getting mutated into a superhero also made him, uh, more well-spoken. Yeah. Cause he comes, he becomes very proper after that, but it's funny because the movie is filmed in New Jersey, so we know it's an American movie. But the dubbing is worse than like a kung fu movie that was brought over in the 70s or 80s where they had the horrible dubbing. Yeah, exactly. It, it is wild because it's like, oh, shit. It's bad. But um, but it is funny because like you talked about his voice, you know, whenever he does become toxic. And it is hilarious because, like, as soon as he said the first words that weren't, because he's fucking growling the whole time. But whenever he decides to talk, it's all smooth. I said, listen to this smooth motherfucker. Right. But, yeah, it's just funny because, yep, his flesh burns off and then he builds a whole bunch of muscle. And his fucking old, dear old mom fucking talking about. Hitting you know, puberty. I I was watching this movie and I just it, it also just when they when they were driving and it was running children over or running the child over. Oh man, yeah. For whatever reason, it reminded me of the 
the old like PSAs about drinking and driving. Yeah, because they're so outrageous. And I was sitting here thinking, like, this would be a much better PSA than, you know, what we got. Like, they were pretty gruesome in some instances. But, like, this would be like, hey, don't fucking drink and drive. You could accidentally kill somebody. Yeah. And end up in jail for the rest of your life. Because their brains are all over the ground. Exactly. And it's crazy because, oh, my God, look, dude. The motherfucker doing the hit and runs has stickers of each type of person he has fucking ran over with the red line through it. Did you notice that? I, I didn't see that. I missed Right it. under the window, he's got four stickers. One's like a granny. One's a person in a wheelchair. One's a person on a bike. You know, and then a regular person. You get the drift. I don't, yeah. Or you get the gist, I mean. But, um, but yeah, Courtney saw that, like, immediately. She said, look at those stickers. I hadn't even saw them yet, but... It was, uh, it's pretty funny, pretty, pretty outrageous. He's just promoting it on the side of his car. And, and it's, it's fucking crazy because you get the idea that the cops don't do anything in this town. Although you do see one good cop early in the movie yeah. who gets a fucking cigar put out on his head yep. by cigar face. Great name. <laughs> yeah. You must show you, I'm going to show you how, why they call me cigar face. Well, puts I'm, the bitch out on his forehead. I'm assuming it's because you're, yeah, I was assuming it's because you're smoking that cigar or because you're fucking extinguishing them on people's foreheads. But it's one or the like, other. He's like the one cop, I guess, in the movie that's trying to do the right thing because later on, because you know, the mayor's corrupt. Oh, yeah. Like, that's why these motherfuckers are able to kill motherfuckers and get away with yeah, shit, I'm sure. Because they're like, oh, our jails are overflowing. And it's like, well, who all of a sudden started making arrests? Was it the one? Because Toxie's not a cop. He can't arrest people, and he's not. He's just straight up fucking killing these dudes. That is true. There, That is true, okay? And I think that Courtney made a comment about that, but I didn't catch it whenever that was that. She was like, that. I think, that, I think. She was like, that don't make sense. Because, and I didn't even think about it, but yeah, because he's killing all these fucking people. He's not sending anybody to jail. Most people are just rushing to jail to get away from Toxie. Right. And, like, and, I can't stop stealing candy bars. I'm going to get killed by the Toxic Avenger. Right. I need to just go ahead and go to jail for He's going to rip my arm off and beat me to death with it. Yeah. But did you, and like, when you saw the people in jail, too, did you notice it looked like a fucking orgy? Dude, I swear to God, that's what I was going to say. They're going to run out of room in that fucking jail even more because they're putting everybody in there in their fucking fitness gear. Like, I think that the, the um, costume department had just a very limited selection that they could get. And they got a big bundle of fucking workout shit. Right. Right. And that was it. That's what an entire town wore. No. Yeah. No shit, man. It was like everybody was dressing sexy. Yep. Except for the nerds. Exactly. And it's funny. Cause I had mentioned before about the town rushing in, you know, I made a little joke about that or whatever, but it's funny. Cause whenever he gets thrown out the fucking window and he's, in the toxic waste, like everybody around at the fitness club is going to come and laugh at him. <laughs> but oh. then the entire town swarms in. It is a fucking thousand people. And it's like, oh my God. And then the dude's like, because at one point when I was like, oh, yo, maybe we should do something. And he's like, no, he's faking it. And then he says something like, well, he deserves it if he can't take a joke. I know, right? This dude's skin is melting. His and eyeballs cop, are shifting. It, yes, exactly. A, a cop goes and touches him. Well, it was a cop, right? There was two cops that approached. One of them, yeah, one of them touched him, and he set his fucking hands on fire. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And what's funny is, is like Toxie was just chilling and just melting and deforming. But until that cop comes up and puts his hands on him and starts a fire, he sets Toxie on fire, <laughs> fully in flames. Oh, my God. It's so crazy. Who the fuck drives a truck with a flatbed that has toxic chemicals that aren't covered? I know, right? It's just fucking crazy. Just right down the road. Just and like, how oh. perfect is his luck? I mean, he dove straight into that motherfucker head first. But um, so he was willing to because he couldn't have known that that was there, right? So this dude was willing to kill himself to get away from the oh, boy. Yeah. Exactly. Jump he was out the window. Ju- he was willing first. to jump out the window. He didn't even do the jump up in a ball, Captain America style, and going through the window and trying to land on your feet with a roll or something. Yeah. But um, like, how awful are those people that you're willing to jump out of a window? Well, we know how awful they are because we saw what they did to the child. Exactly. And it's funny because I, I did want to go to back to the burning hands, man. It's funny because obviously they put some gel on his shit, set it on fire real quick, and it was a quick scene. But I like that because this motherfucker actually had fire coming off of his hands. I feel like they probably should have like just painted his shit like a little, you know, like it's something like it might be bubbling or something or just darkening yeah. in that couple of seconds because your shit would be burning off, you know? But it was just bare hands with the flames. I think that that might have made it a little bit better if they had painted. But I did like it because it was real. That's what I was saying earlier about the effects. I like the gore and they're real yeah. graphic and shit. Now, some of them are crazy goofy, but well, some of them, are, some really of good, them are really good and gruesome. And and for a movie that has a budget of five hundred thousand dollars, you know, and we've we've talked about the use of practical effects over CGI before. Yeah, but I, we've. You and I both have seen movies that's had huge ass budgets and you CGI effects that look like trash. And then yeah. you got this movie that was made for $500,000 and some of these effects look really fucking good. Yeah, I know. Right. It's crazy because I was, whenever you told me the numbers, cause I had saw that when I was looking at it uh, earlier, but when you told me the, how much it was, the budget and uh box office and shit, I definitely, was surprised that it was only 500,000 even back then, you know, cause they did do use a lot of shit. How many takes did it take to get that head getting squished? Right. You know? Yeah. You know, in like we, uh, when we're talking about the action scenes though, right. Yeah. They're some of them are so like the kills are obviously over the top. Oh yes, uh, yeah, but, but they, we knew they were going to be. But like some of it's almost just like comedic. The way Toxie was boxing the dude, you know, he was almost doing like the rolling fist. Yeah, and, and then like he uh, he poked that dude's eyes out. He ripped that one dude's arm off and stuff like that. So yeah. when he started punching that one dude in the nuts, I almost expected his testicles to fucking explode on screen. Dude, yes, yes, because he like fucking punches one dude in the face and his nose explodes. It's, yeah. it's no longer on his fucking face. And I know that's to show how strong he is, whatever, right? But what's really funny is is um, when it comes to Toxie's killing and shit is really comical. And it's goofy and stuff like that. It is funny and fun to watch, even though he's mutilating these people because of how bad the good the people that he's killing are. They're doing horrible, horrible shit like raping women and ripping people's assholes out from inside their body i mean no no that that was toxic i flipped back over so i guess it might not be as bad but um 
but like killing people and running kids over and old ladies and stuff like that. You're not laughing at any of that. All of that's like, Jesus, these people are terrible. This is crazy. Now the acting, some of it's a little goofy, so it's still a little goofy and funny, yeah. but for the most part, it's uneasy because this is real terrible shit. And the toxic comes in and makes a fucking hot fudge Sunday out of one of their faces. You're laughing. And you're cheering Toxio to kill these terrible people, you know? Well, it's nice to see a movie where the bad guys get a death that's equal to what they've been dishing out. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's funny because it's even good to see, like, how bad they made these fucking bad guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, for a movie to be that ballsy, you know, to be like, we're going to make these people terrible. We're going to make the audience want them to die. And then it worked. They did that, you know? Oh, yeah. To where it can be fun while Toxie's doing his thing. You know, in a more mainstream movie, like, I feel like some of these people wouldn't have died. The woman who got killed later in the movie, who turned out to be running like a a human trafficking ring or whatever it was, they killed. That was the the chick, the uh, the lady that was, uh, where was that? The the laundry. Yeah. And she was like two foot tall. I, I missed that part then. Yeah, she was really short, but I missed that part because I was wondering why he killed her. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, she turns out she was running. I think it was human trafficking or maybe it was white supremacy or something. It was something that she was doing. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. But it turns out she was a horrible person also. You know, and, and I know that you know, the bad guys, the, the corrupt mayor tried to use that as a rallying point or whatever. And they're like, well, wait a minute. This bitch was evil, too. She's just the next person in a long line of people in this fucked up town that's sadistic yeah. and is doing something fucked up. But like every fucking bad guy in this movie got it. Nobody got away. It's funny because out of everybody in this single movie, there's one, two, three, uh, four, five good people. Aside from kids, the kids love Toxie too, right? But there's five good, good, and that's including the hero and his love. You know what I mean? Like, cause you got the cop and you got the two restaurant workers that are adults that are good guys. Everyone else is evil except we, for the victims. The victims well, his, are innocent. His mom comes around at the end also. Oh, his mom. I forgot about his mom. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but, but yeah, but, but I'm just saying out of all of this cast, oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. five of you or six of you are going to be good people. The it, rest it, of you are going to be the worst people in a, you could imagine. And you, and you know, what's funny is usually like, cause you know, it was filmed like as a horror movie and usually horror movies are, it's the antagonist killing off the good guys or the victims or whatever, you you know, however you want to call it. And, you know, they're being stalked through the movie, like typically like a Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers type thing where they're yeah. going after innocent people and their biggest crime is smoking a joint and having premarital sex, you know? And in yeah. this movie, the protagonist is like the horror movie monster who's stalking his fucking victims. Yeah. Cause like when he, uh, when he kills the, the girl that's masturbating to the fucking picture, that's straight up like a fucking horror movie. Like it really is. And a regular, more traditional scene, you know, he's fucking stalking this bitch and everything. And yeah. But But refresh my memory though. How does he kill that chick again? Oh man. I'm joking because I definitely remember. Okay, because I'm because some of the deaths ran together. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Well, yeah, it does. It I'm does. not gonna re- lie. What I remember from that scene was 
that she was fucking rubbing one out. Yes, to the pictures. And uh, he picks her up. I'm going to teach you a lesson or something. And he sits her down. Oh, yeah, on the, the, the hot coals. Yes, on the hot coals. He said, so I'm going to teach you a lesson, hot ass, or yeah. something like that. Whatever the hell he said. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember now. Yeah. But yeah, like, that's... That shit's crazy. These, this, this, it's funny. But it's, oh yeah, what about the off screen kill of the blonde girl with the scissors? Did we see anything else on that? The one that actually lured him to the trap and showed him her titties and shit? Yeah. No, I don't. Or maybe that was the one that was more like the horror movie when he, Uh, uh, with the scissors. Because he yeah. had the scissors in his hand, and I was like, what is he going to do? Because it's a goofy movie. I was like, is he going to cut her fucking hair off? Oh, you know he killed her. Oh, well, for sure. You know, but then we didn't see her again. It's weird. I wonder if that was like a deleted scene or some shit. And he probably cut her nipples off, and he couldn't fucking get it past. I mean, it, you know. It's an R rating. <laughs> so probably they're like, oh, man, we're going to have to cut this. Otherwise, it's going to be X rated. Yeah, no, that probably was. It probably was like, all right, you got you to gotta change this or get rid of it. And they're like, we don't have the money to change <laughs> right. this. We're, we're not able to film this again. We did that two months ago. Well, no, they probably did this in a month. So we did that two weeks ago. <laughs> right. You know? But uh, but anyway, so you're probably fucking spot on with that. I would not be surprised. But um, Dude, they fucking killed the dog in this movie, too, a service animal. Oh, I know, right? With a Nothing shotgun, was right? Nothing was safe. Wasn't it like a shotgun? Yeah. Yeah. And then they showed it. They showed that was, I liked that one too. Cause it was a quick flash and it was an alive dog laying down with guts and shit makeup put all over it. And it looked good. Like it was taking its last breath to die. It looked good. I don't it's think it's funny. I don't think it was supposed to be his last breath. I think it was, they couldn't afford like a prosthetic dog or whatever. And so they're like, Hey boy, lay down. You know, in the 80s, you may not seen that fucking chest moving up and down, but with high-definition movies now, you can see when yeah. shit... That's what I think. I may be wrong. Like, it's it's nice that you can interpret that way, but I feel like that was just a budgetary constraint. Well, well, well that's what I felt whenever I saw it. You know what I mean? Like, because whenever I was watching this shit, they cut... She's like, oh, my God, looks over. I mean, the dog definitely wouldn't be taking less breaths, because... Several moments have passed by, like 15 seconds, and he got shot with a shotgun. So I get that. But they did say, uh, and then she said, my dog or whatever, and they went to it really quick and then flashed. It was just a quick flash, long enough to see nasty shit on a dog. You could see him breathing, but that's what I, in the moment, was. I thought that was a nice touch. But I get that. Of course, that's exactly how that shit happened. They're like, hey, Joe, you still got that fucking dog? Bring him in. Can he lay down? Oh, come in. Okay, cool. Can he stop breathing? Ah, fuck it. Okay, we'll make it work. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, oh, I'll tell you what, uh, I'll tell you a kill that I liked. You didn't get to, like, it wasn't overly graphic or whatever. I just thought it was fucking comical and I thought it was hilarious and I liked it. But when he took the dude at the restaurant and he fucking put his hands in the deep fryer basket, crushed the basket around his hands, put them into oil, and then bent the tubes so he couldn't fucking move and he had to watch his hands fry. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because uh, one of my favorites was one of the iffy ones on the gore, but it was still like, whoa, was the fucking, the working out, 
the guy that was working out, and everyone's screaming bloody. This ain't the age of headphones. He didn't have no fucking earbuds in. You know what I mean? This motherfucker could hear everything. Everyone is screaming bloody murder. But that, I guess, may just go more to show you how crazy this fucking Jimmy is. He's like, oh, shit. And then not even paying attention to it. But then everyone's gone. Toxie gets to him, flips him, and then has the fucking little spike part of the weights come through his head, but it crushes it. And it, I'm glad I don't have high definition because I know that I'd have been like, wow, because it was like, uh, but just the goriness of it was great, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm, that might be weird to, for me then, you know, you'd be talking about this gory, crazy shit, impressing, you know what I mean? I ain't trying to crush people's heads and shit, <laughs> but seeing it done in a movie whenever they have the balls to do it or if they make well, it look good it's like damn yeah and if you're watching a low budget horror movie that doesn't have much of a plot because this movie doesn't have much of a plot um, it doesn't have much in the way of acting it doesn't have much in the way of direction like it's made for a very specific audience and the audience, yeah. like we talked about the audience is is there for the gore is there for the violence and is there for the nudity like the gore has to deliver and like, yeah. I'm, I'm always a fan of like special effects and, and I'll, I'll watch, you know, some bad movies as long as they got cool special effects. But you know, this movie wouldn't be nearly as fun if it didn't have the special effects, if it didn't have the over the top acting and all that, like this, if this movie was toned down as far as acting and special effects and all those things, then you'd probably in violence and you'd probably be like, Hmm. I'll take a pass on this. Yeah, exactly. You're there for one reason. And if it's not that gory, you know, you ain't going to want to watch the shit. Yeah. And there's, there's nothing wrong with camp, you know? Um, yeah. Like that's, that's why we go back and watch the, the Batman from 1966. Yep. Because yeah, I don't gonna, mind campy either. I don't really mind campy because it's but, fun. As yeah. soon as it, but there are right amount of campy though. It's got to be overly campy, but not too extreme. But apparently, it can be pretty close. Hey, but, but speaking if you just of, put a little bit in it, sometimes it don't work. Now I will say, like speaking of overly campy though, and, and speaking of Batman sixty six, because I had this in my notes actually. There was one scene that directly reminded me of Batman sixty six, and it's when they're, I think it was the mayor. It was, yeah, it was the corrupt officials. They were talking and stuff, and they had like women dancing in the background. Yeah, I know, right? And yeah. it just made me think of like an episode of uh, the old Batman show. Yeah. With them all doing their fucking, yeah. Yeah, dancing and shit while they're uh, giving some exposition. Exactly. The go go years. <laughs> no shit. But it's just funny, man, because it was so overly extreme. But you said something about the mayor again, and that's another thing. It's like, okay, these people, these these kids are assholes. They're bullying the fucking um, the janitor nerds or whatever. And then they kill the motherfucker, try to, whatever, and they've done all kinds of other things. They're the bad guys. But it don't even stop there. You know, it's like, as you see, it's like, oh, okay. Because at first I didn't realize or pay attention that the big guy was, that was getting a massage the first time you see him, that was the mayor, yeah. you know? But the next time they were like having the meeting, it's like, okay, cool. I wasn't paying attention the first time. This is the mayor and everyone's corrupt. And they're like, oh yeah, such and such got killed. That's half the money we'll get from him. But ah, fuck it. 
you know, whatever. Yeah, they were some of our best earners or something like that. Yeah, you know, and you're like, okay, so everybody's corrupt. So this fucking town is fucked up. But I'm back to the town being fucked up. The lady that you said that was like a child trafficker or something like that. Yeah. Of the effect, she was a terrible person. I don't remember that. And I hope that that is it because then you know, oh, it, was a, about it. it was a line after she got killed and somebody oh. said something about him killing her and they were like, oh, well, yeah, she was doing these horrible things. Okay. Cause, cause I, I missed cause, that part. Cause I don't even know that Toxie knew. Cause you know, that was after that when he went back to uh, Sarah and he's like, oh man, I have this urge to kill people, you know, and I think you should leave or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I don't know that I'll be, you know, you're going to be safe around me. Yeah. And then it turns out, you know, that she was an evil person. And apparently he just like one of his superpowers is the urge to kill bad people. Exactly. Right. You took everything out of my mouth that I was going to say. Right. And that's what I was going to say is uh, it's like the urge to take out the trash. Right. Because he's a janitor. So it's just it was funny whenever uh, you said that I was thinking on it. I was like, yeah. Hey, let I me like ask, that little touch. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you seen Monty Python's The Holy Grail? I've not seen any Monty Pythons. And I've wanted to see it. I like English humor. Oh, man. So it's – I wish you'd have seen it so you'd understand this. I mean, maybe you will understand the reference. I'm sure you've seen like a, a gif. Oh, man. Or, I'm sure I've heard a lot of quotes. So there was a moment when Toxie was killing one of the bad guys. And it, I think his name was Leroy. It yeah. was, I think it was the black dude he ripped the arm off of. He reminded me of the Black Knight from the Holy Grail. Because even after he got his arm ripped off, man, he was still willing to fucking fight Toxie, you know? Uh, yeah, exactly. And, he, and, you know, the Black Knight and the uh, search for the Holy Grail or whatever. Every They're time chopping got, his shit off. Yeah, and he's still like, you know, come at me then. You know, I'm not done. And he's he's down to like no limbs and no no arms, no legs. And he's just fucking stumps on the ground. And he's like, oh, so you're a chicken, huh? Yeah. But yeah, it's funny cuz they did, it does seem like they uh really tried to make him that not even trying to use the word too much but the campy superhero but not even on the horror side cuz that shit was not that crazy obviously. But where they did the goofy things even in superhero movies then, you know what I mean? Especially like what's well, not then, but Back then, superhero movies would do it because they didn't take it seriously, you know, and people wanted to see it to be a little goofy or people wanted yeah. to see it be a little goofy. And uh, so they, it's, it's like the same feeling with these types of movies. Let and me you mentioned, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, the high, what is it? The, uh, the movie that's uh, like this same guy did it and it's uh, the high school or whatever. What is it? Oh, class of Newcomb High. Class of Newcomb High. That's it. Courtney actually brought that movie up today. No, yesterday. It was yesterday she brought. Well, not that one, but I think it might have been two or three. But yeah. uh, it was one of the sequels, I think. But anyway, it's just weird. Let me ask you another question. Have you ever been to a Mexican restaurant that had katanas on the wall? I know I've never been at a Mexican restaurant with katanas on the wall, but it's funny because what was the name of that restaurant? The Mexican? I don't remember. Place? I, 
The Mexican I, Place was the uh, name of this restaurant. I and just I was like, oh I just remember God, like so they had fucking taco shells and like tostada shells and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, this dude rips the fucking sword off the wall to fight Toxie. And I think it's after he tried to use nunchucks, right? Yeah, like yeah, these guys. Or oh, I don't know about the nunchucks, but yeah, they had these weapons and shit. But yeah, come at him with a sword. That shit's crazy. That was on the wall of the restaurant. Yeah, it's I not mean, even they like had it, something. It's not even like this dude had his own fucking sword. He ripped it off the wall of a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. The, Random you sword. Could, you couldn't have just been like, hey, this is an Asian restaurant, and that's why they have these katanas on the wall. Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, people in 1984 didn't know what Asian restaurants were, I guess. They hadn't made that connection. So, uh, <laughs> another thing. Like, when the reporters showed up, did you just notice how casually dressed these fuckers were? One reporter had his shirt unbuttoned all the way down to, like, his belly button. Yeah, no, right? And it no was like he was a vlogger. Yeah. He was a 1984 vlogger. You know what I mean? He was just come back from the house, barely got dressed. He was like, I got to get this. They getting that toxic guy? Or that, what was it they called him? The monster. Yeah. The monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, and did it sound like, and it may be just, maybe it's just me, but I swear at one point it sounded like Toxie's voice changed. And I'm not talking about when it changed from Melvin to oh, Toxie. Oh, yes. But yes, like, yes. in the course of being Toxie, it sounded like at one point, I was like, maybe they had to go back and film some different dialogue or something. And so his yeah. voice sounds different to what it did in the rest of the movie. And then and at the end of the movie, it goes back to the normal Toxie voice. Yeah. Okay, so that it did. There me. was a little, yeah, okay, yeah, because I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I guess he just said it a little differently. You know what I mean? I don't know why that would be a thing, but it was definitely different. But it did sound like a whole different fucking person. It is, it is crazy. Toxie's plan to leave and get away and go somewhere where there's no people. And I thought maybe. My thinking was he was going to build another house, you know, yeah. like out of, out of junk. Even though when he first goes to that landfill or whatever, where he builds his house, like yeah. the first shot of they show of it, it's the house is already there. It's already got a door. And then they show him very clearly putting a fucking door and like on it and building it and stuff. But yeah. whatever. I don't expect great continuity in that. But, you know, he has this plan, you know, and Sarah's like, oh, well, where's that place you were talking about where there's no people we can go and get away and it turns out it's just in a fucking field. It's it's like nowhere special. It's just a couple miles down the road, apparently, in a yeah, exactly. field, and they pitch a fucking tent. Uh, yes, and that's exactly. their plan. They're gonna live in a tent. And all she packed was a bikini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, and then apparently, you didn't go very far because everybody fucking founds you immediately. It was the next town swarm. Like immediately the whole goddamn town was there. And it's so crazy, man. It is so crazy because he's killed everybody. He's worked his way to the top. He's retired. He said, fuck it. I'm not going to go after the politicians. So he retires, I guess. Like you said, goes away. He's in a tent and um, whatever. But then they come because that mayor really, really wants him because mm -hmm. he's the last bad guy. He's got to kill him to where he can't kill him. So he's telling everybody to kill him, kill him, kill him. Then the town folk rise. Wait, he's 
a good guy. He saved my life. And these people start convincing each fucking chain of the government. You know, <laughs> it's like our police force, regular um, National Guard. And then you got these. It's just fucking it's crazy as hell. But anyway, they stop him from blowing him away. And then he goes and he rips the guts out of this goddamn mayor. Yeah. And shows it to the entire fucking town. This entire town is seeing this mayor's guts get ripped out and they cheer him. It is fucking <laughs> ludicrous. It is. It is. And but not only that, though, the mayor tries to stuff him back in at one point. No. Yeah. I noticed that where he's freaking out and he's trying to stuff him back in. And yeah. But and it takes right. a lot for these people to die, though. Like, cause earlier they reused an actor. We noticed it. They reused an actor. He actually ended up being on Minority Report, but it was the guy with the split painted face. Yeah, and he ended up getting his fucking face caved in. He was the he was the ice cream sundae guy, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So he's in the next scene of group of people who get fucking killed from him, or maybe one scene later or something like that. But yeah, he's he's a um same dude, but. I was just saying it's funny because they reused him, but um, well, yeah, it 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 does take a lot for these people to die. You know, the mayor gets his fucking guts ripped out, and he's sitting there, and you know, everybody's cheering him while he's trying to stuff him back in his stomach. Yeah. You got the dude who has his arm ripped off, who's still exactly. trying to fucking fight. Yeah, um, he just said, "Put a fucking wrap on it. I got to kill this motherfucker." Yeah, like, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does take a minute for these people to die. Yeah, bleeding out is not a thing. No. Yeah, and, and another thing I noticed when I was watching the movie too, like when you see the guy with his face painted, yeah, and, he, and, uh, and then it's uh, with the dude that you know, as I said, reminded me of the Black Knight, his arm ripped off and all that. They vaguely reminded me of the movie The Warriors, where they have all the yeah. different gangs that had like a theme. That dude with his painted face, yeah, you know, kind of reminded me of like the baseball furies. Not you know, obviously he wasn't in a baseball outfit; he didn't have a bat. But the baseball furies had their face painted. They had a theme, you know. All these gangs yeah. and the warriors had a theme, and this dude had fucking suspenders and a painted face. And it's yeah, like, I know, right? Uh, maybe in the wrong town. I don't know. That maybe so. He got lost, and he's like, "Fuck it." They they seem like they do whatever they want here. Yeah, I'm gonna stay. Tr- Orgies in every fitness center. I'm right. in. But it's funny because, um, well, and, you know, I'm, I'll go ahead. I'll say it afterwards. Well, I was just going to say with uh, the guy with the painted face, you reminded me like everybody here is a cartoon character or like a fucking Batman villain. Yeah. Like because they're fucking screaming or laughing or they got their own tics and like that guy and the other dude. What happened with the other guy? Did he get put? He didn't get put in the oven. He's the guy that got his fucking hands fried in the fryer is the one I'm talking about. His like character was fucking wacko, too. And it's just so funny, man, because what was the a main dude in the beginning? I mean, shit, he ended up killing 30 fucking people. But the main guy you wanted dead in the beginning, you know, the dude that uh, he was laughing. He was like, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Oh, yeah. And he tried to tell him. He said, I'm just a stressed person when he was about to kill his ass. Yeah. But he was like yelling or crying or some shit like, ah, just fucking. It's a lot, dude. Like, you're, like, literally sitting back in your seat, blown away at how fucking insane it is. Well, in this town, you know, we've talked about it. You know, everybody in this town is 
just fucking crazy and, and lunatic and psycho. And they're, they're okay with just casual daytime murders, casual daytime rapes on the side of the street in yeah. front of people. And, you know, who gives a fuck? Oh, like, oh, hey, here's Toxie's girlfriend. Oh, we're in the middle of fucking broad, st- you know, or in the middle of Main Street. Whatever. Yes. I'm about to take this shit. And then, you know, of course, you know, Toxie shows up and is like, no, nah, I'm not having that, buddy. But yeah, everybody in this town is just okay with just casual violence and sexual assaults and killing yep. old ladies, running kids over, whatever. And then just you got like, turning and looking away and walking away. And those five decent those five decent people you talked about, you know, probably want to do more, but it's like I can't afford to get out of this town because they keep squeezing me for my money. Yeah. Cause because all these people in this town are villains. Who the fuck are they hitting up? Who are they getting this money from since they were talking about their top earners? It has to be like these five regular people, and now these fuckers can't afford to get out of this nightmare of a city. Yeah, exactly, right? It's like, holy shit. Man. But yeah, like, going back to it, it's funny, because you and then they do their own build-up for the uh, mayor, you know? Like, they built you up to hate that one guy, the driver. The hit and runner. Yeah. And then after he's taken care of there, they've been building and they start building more on the mayor to where it's like, God, he's going to get rid of this fucking guy too. You know? Like, so whenever it happens, it is like, a, oh man, he got him or whatever. But it's just funny how they did that. Usually the you mayor. have a main buildup for your main person. Yeah. You have a small buildup for, a, for a, a henchman type person before the bad guy. The but mayor. Two stories kind of. It's interesting. Yeah, the the mayor was like a main bad guy that could have lived, but he got in his own way because he wasn't even on Toxie's radar. Yeah, no, right? And, and Toxie didn't know shit about him. He just knew that you know he had these two dudes at the gym and these two women at the gym that he had to kill, and then these other people that were committing these uh, daytime crimes or whatever. And the mayor's like this dude behind the scenes. Toxie knows shit about, and he could have kept on living. But he's like, no, let me show up to this field and try to fuck with this dude in his tent and then gets his guts ripped out. Like, he literally could have just kept on being the villain behind the scenes and not have to die. Yep, exactly. He could have fucking been smart and been like, oh, shit, he didn't took out everybody. So he's going to find out I'm par- I'm the top of it. So let's just leave that dude the fuck alone in his tent and everybody go back to what the fuck he was doing. And apparently there's no shortage of people willing to take the place of the henchman you had before. So it's not like, oh, man, he's killed all the talent in this town. Who am I going to get to do these crimes with me? You know, it's hard to find people that are willing to break the law. Not in Tromaville. Everybody's willing to do that shit at the drop of a hat. Just oh, hire yeah. you some more people. They're trying to get a piece of that pie. Yeah. They're like, this town crime runs on crime and corruption. So might as well get in on it. It's like, oh, what? John said a henchman position opened? Hell yeah, I'm still interested. <laughs> right? Think I'm going to pass that up? This is the promotion I've been waiting for. <laughs> exactly. The, uh, but yeah, man, it was very interesting rewatch for sure, man. It was still an adventure. Well, how'd you feel about the music? I know a lot of times, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the scores and stuff, you know, sometimes. Yeah. But the music in this movie, how'd you feel about it? Man, to be honest with you, I'm going to say it and honestly. The only song that I heard was that Body Talk song. Because between the Body Talk songs, it is a goddamn insane fest. I didn't have time to listen for music. <laughs> I 
I'll say this, man. I think it was sensory overload with my eyeballs. The the music in this movie, especially like you know, if we're talking about a big budget like Hollywood blockbuster or something like that, obviously it's going to be a little different. Or like you know, The Godfather, you're going to expect like a score. But for a B movie that had a tiny ass budget, I felt like the music was surprisingly good. And body talk is kind of catchy. It was very catchy because it's funny because the second time you hear it, oh, this is my song. And you've only heard it one fucking time at the beginning. Yeah. And the only thing you remember is body talk. And you're like, oh, shit, this is my song right here. <laughs> really? But so it's, it's funny. Start, start getting up and fucking dancing like Carlton on Fresh Prince, you know? I know, right? It's funny because I was going to sing it as soon as I got in, but I forgot it because I ran into some troubles. <laughs> Which the, the the listener wouldn't have heard that, you know, it was our bullshitting before the record button. Well, I think they've heard both of us sing a part of it at this point now. Oh, yeah. Like, that, they, it's already stuck in their fucking heads. And they've only heard us to try to sing it. Yep. So, <laughs> obviously, you know, we're about to rate this movie and... I guess there's two ways to look at it. Kind of like what we talked about when we did, you know, Friday the 13th, you know, how do you rate a movie? Do you rate it compared against all other movies or do you rate it against other, in this case, B movies? You know, um, I would say that you just rate it on how it makes you feel. Cause like you said before in a episode shocker, it's okay to like bad movies and you mm-hmm. might love this terrible ass movie for whatever reason, maybe. So you might be like, look, it's not great, but I love this fucking movie. I'm giving it a four. Like what a four yet, yeah, whatever it's cause we don't have that same love for whatever it may be that whoever's watching, you know, not, I, I know you didn't give shocker a four, but I'm just saying, no, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll stay by the way I rated the movies too previously. So yeah. I mean, I'll rate it compared against like all other movies, but I'll also preface it with, I enjoy the movie. And even though my rating may not necessarily like when you see it or when you hear me say it, it may not reflect that it's a fun movie. It's over the top. It's fucking crazy. You know, it's got all the things that you looked for in a B movie. It's it's all the things that you'd look for in a trauma movie or you know, a Roger Corman movie, like we said, the violence, the gore, yeah, the the nudity, um, the the hard bodies or whatever, the over the top acting, just yeah, all that shit. And that being like said, I said, I mean, I would, um, you know, I would give it. With all that said, I would get, still give it probably a two, but it's a fun two. Like it's a it's a watch. It's a recommend. I would recommend it, even though I'm saying two. I would definitely recommend watching it. But the two is in like context of, is it as good as No Country for Old Men? No, that yeah. movie is a five for me. Yeah, so five for me as well. You know, is it as good as that? No. And I don't hand those bitches out much. That's a great fucking movie. Oh yeah, we know. Yeah, I don't give nothing a five barely. So I mean, and that's how I grade it. I mean, I grade it in the context of all movies, but this too is like it's a solid fucking recommend. Like, watch the movie. Like, exactly. Turn, turn your mind off. Watch the movie. Take you know, it's only like seventy nine fucking minutes. You, you yeah, wasn't long. Watch. You can watch it while you're doing laundry or cooking dinner or whatever. You know, sweeping the floor. You fucking watch the movie and it'll be over by the time you're done with your chores. And then and it's not like you have to pay 
close attention. It's not you're not watching The Godfather or Three Days of the Condor or something like that where you yeah. need to know what's going on. Like it's like a movie you where you just turn off your mind and fucking enjoy the the visceral parts of it, the entertainment. Exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a two, but it's a fucking recommend. Like watch it. Yeah, see, I see, I hear that. Um, and what I was going to say was, it's like, wh- before you said what your rating was, whatever rating I was expecting, I was expecting it going to be on a high spectrum for what this movie is. Because you go back and you watch fucking Critters or something. I haven't seen it in a while. It might be great. I don't fucking remember. But I remember probably probably, probably a little silly. I recently so, watched Critters. Really? Yeah. Cause I, oh, so it is, it is campy, cheesy, silly, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about fucking porcupines from space. Oh, see, damn dude. I forgot that part too. I knew what they look like, but then that makes sense. But anyway, um, let's say you look at one of those movies, you know, and you're like, okay, this movie was terrible. I remember watching it and haha, whatever, but I wouldn't recommend it. It might be a, a half a star or one star, but for Toxie to hit two stars, that's a that's a good B goofy gory movie to watch. You know, I would think, you know, just based on someone's, not really necessarily just yours, you know. But if somebody was gonna rate it, and it wasn't a one or less, apparently it's a good one. It's one of the good ones, you know. But um, but I think that I'm probably right there with you. You know what I mean? I was thinking more along the lines of like a 1.5 because I will watch this movie again, maybe in my life (laughs) one more time, possibly. So yeah, I think that I'm a 1.5, but that doesn't say anything against it. I still like it. I mean, it's high for a fucking B movie like this, you know? Yeah, I and I could see that. Um, I try to like. I'm not trying to give away a bunch of high scores either. Um, I just I like to reserve my 1.5s, ones, and half stars for like, th- like I don't think that Toxic Avenger tried to be a good movie, and I save yeah. th- I save those ratings for movies that are trying to be good movies and utterly fail yeah, or, or try to take themselves too seriously or try to be too hip. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think like toxic Avenger knows what it is. And for that, like when you know what you are and you're okay with that, and then you hit on those things, you can get the, you can get the two from me. Now, if, if toxic Avenger was trying to be super serious and all these other things, then yeah, that shit would drop like a fucking lead weight. But it's not, you know, it's like, hey, here's the movie. This is the movie. This is what it is. You know, if you enjoy it, cool. If not, whatever, you know, we're not making that type of movie. Yeah, exactly. Like, I I get that. I I can respect that view on it because you do got to reserve some space. I don't reserve much space. If it's a movie that's like, yeah, I don't even want to finish this movie. I'm never fucking watching it again. It's going to be a half star because you can't give it a zero. Yeah. You know? Like a movie that I can finish, but I'm like, that's stupid. And I'm not going to fucking that. That might hit a one, you know? Yeah. But I'm I'm trying to think of a movie off the top of my head. You know what? To be honest with you, man, I don't want to say the same thing as you. So I'm not going to go to two, but I think I am going to bump it up to 2.5. 
Because like as I'm thinking about it more, I probably will watch this fucking movie again. I like how you're like, and I can't say the same thing as you, so I'm going to jump a whole point. Well, it is a whole point. I don't want to jump a whole point, but I just don't want it to be like, oh, they fucking pick two. Oh, then he changed his mind to the same thing. You know, and, and whatever. But because I do look back on it kind of fondly. Like I said, it is what it is. It's exactly what it set out to be. It sets mm-hmm. out to be. But uh, like I said, I do kind of look on it fondly, and I smiled and enjoyed it the whole time. So I think one and a half might have been harsh. It probably is, too. Fuck it. Fuck you, listeners. I'm picking a two. <laughs> Email us and complain. But um, no one does that anymore. We used to do a formal fucking email complaining. <sighs> Michael or Richard will probably write that email and send it. <laughs> Our two most we'll have to make listeners. it a fucking bylaw. Yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, like I said, I enjoyed it. I thought this was real fun. You know what I mean? Just going back to it, and I'm glad that it turned out that way. It, it would have been sucky if I'd have been like, "Let's watch uh, Scanners 4. Oh man, that doesn't exist. But I'm just saying, you know, well, it's it, just like that was re- or Tremors Five. I'm sure that's got to be in space by five, right? They gotta be in space by five. I don't know. Is there not a scanners four? I know they made multiple scanners. I I, th- I feel like they only made a couple, maybe three, but there might be it a fourth one. I was just saying some random shit. I thought, but you anyway, were- watching the movie and, and and it sucking, and it's like, god damn, we picked a terrible movie to do. You know, for some reason, when you said scanners, I immediately thought of transfers, and I was about to be like, whoa, wait a minute, don't be fucking talking bad about transfers. I enjoyed those movies. I remember watching them on uh, cable. Like when, you know, satellite became a thing and, you know, my dad, you know, finally got it. Yeah. And and catching it on one of those uh, channels late night where they'd show those movies. Yeah. Yeah. The best time to watch horror movies. Yeah. I remember, uh, was it? Uh, I can't remember the dude's name. But anyways, yeah. Trancers was a fun movie. I was glad when you said, because, you know, you, you picked this movie and, you know, I was like, hey, you know, you were like, hey, you want to record? I'm like, yeah, let's do an episode you know, because we're, we're, truth be told, we're kind of low on content right now just with all the things that's happened, you know, moving. Scheduling issues. Yeah, scheduling issues, moving, things like that. Um, you know, the the illnesses at the end of the year or beginning of the year, all that shit. And so you're like, you want to record? I'm like, yeah, let's record. It's like, pick a movie. And you're like, Toxic Avenger. And I'm like, yes. Because it's, you know, and I'd been vocal about this in the past about doing – I, I I won't say lesser known movies because I feel like Toxic Avenger is widely known. I mean, fuck, it had a cartoon and a video game and toys and all that. But yeah, I do know, remember the toys. I had some damn Toxic Avenger toys for sure. Movies outside of um, the, like the four that we're doing our little project on, you know, movies outside of that spectrum and movies outside of those big names that everybody always talks about when you talk about like horror movies or action movies or whatever. Yeah, you know, and doing. You know, doing something, I guess, a little bit smaller. You know, we got to, me and Josh got to talk about humanoids from the deep, and now we're talking about Toxic Avenger. And I like that. I love that. You know, yeah. And, you know, and, you know, we've talked about like old sci fi movies before when we talked about them and Tarantula. You know, and at some point, I want to, I want to get back to that. I like doing these types of movies aside from, you know, just the ones that everybody always talks about. Yes, exactly. And it's funny that you said that because I didn't get the chance to bring that up or whatever, but, uh, Cause what literally whenever you were like picking a movie and I was like, okay. Cause I was busy 
had to go to the doctor and all that for the eye doctor or whatever. So I couldn't really do much. But whenever I thought about it, it was like, okay, I need to pick a movie. And I was like, all right, I want to do something silly. Toxic Avenger. Boom. First thing that popped into my mind. Right. But afterwards we were talking about, uh, you're picking the next one, you know, in the case, in the situation like this. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping it would be not to try to sway you pick whatever, you know, but I was hoping it would be something old like that. Cause I really enjoyed like reviewing the older black and white shit yeah. because I mean, at this time, you know, it is unfortunate, but there's, we are the generation that has barely seen any of that shit unless you go looking for it. And yeah. there's some good shit out there. You know what I mean? So I thought that was pretty cool. Like we talked about doing Frankenstein or some shit at some point. That's something yeah. I'm still wanting to do. Like the old school classic monsters. Good. Hey, you mentioned something about moving, right? Yes. And this isn't a video podcast yet, if it ever becomes one. But they listener can't see your kick-ass setup. And I wanted to give you props on it. I like it. Well, you just I, need another. You need another long sideways poster but half the half the size right like up uh, and down yeah yeah so where it can be in the frame and just a cool like I, I know that this might not be your thing but just as an example like lucille's bat and like a shadow box yeah or not lucille's bat lucille in a shadow box but i don't know if you're into walking dead i can't remember but or and not even that because who the fuck yeah like you should put a random mexican chinese sword <laughs> on your goddamn right. wall couple katanas there you go um that space is left open for something it because i did obviously it's a horizontal poster beside it because it's the friday the 13th that come with the uh, dvd box set that yeah it's a poster so the the next poster that goes over needs to be a horizontal poster so it'll fit in so that's why that space is left open i mean i actually need to move because along the wall i know you see the arcade games and it's for the listener at home I have three of the arcade one up machines along this wall that Daniel's talking about. I have the street fighter two machine, the NBA jam machine and then the teenage mutant Ninja turtles machine. But I messed up when I, I mean, do you, let me, let me interrupt you. Do you really need any more? I mean, you got street fighter, NBA jam and fucking Ninja turtles. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying I need more. What I'm saying is I messed up. No, no, no. I was just saying who needs anything more than that with those three games are fucking great, especially in arcade mode. I messed up on the placement, though. So I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in the corner, but it's a four-player cabinet, which means that essentially, let me look at it real quick, and I'll tell you which turtle it is. Um, Leonardo, Leonardo is cut off from use. If you had four people trying to play, you could only get three the way it's set up because there's a slight wall there. Yeah. It leads into the kitchen, so you can't play as Leonardo. Even like if I was trying to play by myself, playing as Leonardo would be a pain in the ass. So I need to swap it with Street Fighter, which is a little off the wall over here, and then put Street Fighter against the wall over there. Yeah. And then the setup would be right. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good, man. And not that but I, I think it's of- awesome, man. You got arcades yeah. games and shit behind you and fucking cool movie posters. What movie poster are you thinking about putting? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I gotta find something that's horizontal. I mean, you got Leatherface and Jason. Well, I have um, I have Friday the Thirteenth Part Four up on the wall, and yeah. I, I have Texas Chainsaw Massacre on the wall. Oh, you see Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Yeah, there. I see Texas Chainsaw, and I see the kick-ass poster that came with the fucking uh, oh, yeah. box set. 
Yeah, and then I have a Halloween in my living room. Um, I have uh, I can't remember if I have Fright Night up on the wall. It may need a new frame. But Fright, oh, yeah, Fright Night one's nice. Yeah, but it's horizontal also. I mean, not horizontal, vertical. And like, it's hard to find. Like, you can't really find like a horizontal movie poster. So I have to go outside because the only reason, like, normally I'd go with a movie poster because I like the actual movie posters like you see from the theaters. Um, but that Friday the 13th from the Shout Factory box set, you know, with all the different variations of Jason, like, how could you not put that up? Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Like I said, it's a pretty rad poster. It's it's funny because I probably on my walls I have more posters and like pictures of Friday the Thirteenth related stuff than I do like any other movie. Because yeah. in, my, in my living room I have well I have the Crystal Lake Memories book that I got years ago. I have the. Uh, Jason, like half hockey mask, COVID mask that Tom yeah. Savini and Jason Baker made that got autographed by Tom Savini. Yeah. And then I have the part four poster. I have uh, like a, a plush Jason. I have some Jason Funkos. I have the Jason action figures, you know, the NECA. The NECA. Yeah. yeah. But then I also have um, another poster that came with the box set where it's Jason coming out of the lake and grabbing Alice. Yeah, and then I have uh, a picture I got from Comic Con, um, but I think it's Jim Ferguson is the artist's name. Where it's Jason, like at the end of part six or at the beginning of part seven, where he's like anchored in the lake and he has a chain around his neck and he's just sitting there yeah. floating with his head down. Mm-hmm. So even though, like, you know, I beat the shit out of Friday the Thirteenth Part One, I have more Friday the Thirteenth related merchandise than I do or collectibles or memorabilia, whatever, than I do any other movie. Yeah. And it's funny, man. Um, I was going to make the comment about you're the Texas Chainsaw Massacre guy. <laughs> and you have nothing but Friday the 13th shit in there. I think I have a, um, a couple of uh, Leatherface action figures. Like I have the uh, Todd McFarlane from... Back, you know, is the movie Maniac Series Seven or whatever it was from the yeah. uh, remake, and then I had the yeah. NECA chainsaw uh, figure from the original movie. But yeah. yeah, it's just they make so much stuff for Friday the Thirteenth, man. It's just they really easy, do. It's easy to get your hands on. Yep, Jason's a favorite. Yeah, and I and I like Jason as a as a character. You know, um, I just think that. Yeah, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The movie is a better movie. Yeah. So, who do you think would win, Te- uh, Jason or Toxie? I mean, it. I don't know enough about Toxie because I haven't seen his all of his movies, so I don't know the extent of his powers. But I know that Jason fucking regenerates. Yeah, but there's one thing that you got to remember about Toxie. He was born from toxic waste. All he's got to do is spit on Jason, and the motherfucker will turn into an eight-year-old child. Oh, <laughs> god damn, you are right. He would win so fast. He wouldn't even get the chance to rip his fucking arms off. Because he'd feel bad for him once he was a you shivering are child. Right. I thought you were going to do some shit like from Freddy versus Jason. I can't wait until we get to that piece of shit. Oh, man. Like, funny. one of them died in water, and one of them 
died by fire. Surely there's a way we can use that. Yeah. Like, why would that thought even cross so, your mind? So, it's funny because I bought that. Yeah. When I'm watching it for the first time, I'm sitting there, you know, it's not like I was like, that makes no sense. I was just like, okay, whatever. They're going to use these elements against them. Yeah, so, I was like, I'm along with it. But it is silly because it's like, why did you even come up with that? At the risk of And Freddie fucking put that in her mind. Yeah. Was well, I say, and at the risk of using this joke later, you know, two years from now when we finally get to that episode. Um, I mean, no one we, will remember the shit we're talking about, Freddy versus Jason. So you're, what you're telling me, though, is your plan is to hunt Jason down with some super soakers. Yeah, exactly. We got to stop by New York first and just dip it in the fucking drain ditch, apparently. Yeah. There's enough toxic waste in there to get to him. Oh, but anyways, it was uh, it was fun talking about Toxic Avenger. Uh, good oh, yeah. choice, good choice. Uh, you know, we we say this every episode, you know, but thank you, listeners, for uh, taking the time to listen to us ramble on and you know talk about movies. It's always fun. It's always interesting. Definitely. Uh, you know, I guess we'll see you next time. But you know, appreciate you listening. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for listening, guys. It's been fun.